We're back in the interrogation room. Rowan sits, sipping a fresh cup of coffee. It's the typical government weak-ass black-colored water, probably from a brewer that was made in the last century. It's not good, but it's something. Something you can wrap both hands around. Feel the steam in your face. Feel the tinge of caffeine settle your unsettled synapses. The man across from you stares at you impatiently. Let him stare. This is your coffee. This is your time to think and drink. Special Agent, you and your team have had theories and seem to be knee-deep in any number of interesting conspiracy theories, none of which you have any ounce of evidence of. You seem to have put all your remaining eggs in one basket at this point, the Benthic Corporation. Yet, something interrupts your mission. You get a call. What was that about? I would disagree that we don't have an ounce of evidence. We had found quite a few links between Benthic and Majestic, and we were chasing down those connections. And then River got a call, demanding to know what was going on at the Oakland pit. Agent Gaylor, the EPA agent we encountered earlier at the hospital, she wanted to know what the hell we were doing at her Superfund site. Jenna Gaylor, disappeared, still missing. Your team have anything to do with that? She's missing. No, we had nothing to do with that. We didn't talk to her again after she called us. When your team kills people, they tend to leave the bodies in plain sight. As opposed to your team, which disappears people before they're dead. He shows a faint smile. For this mission, you have exactly one shooter on your team. The other two, River, Rory. One is a scientist, the other a doctor. Whoever built your team, Whoever put you together wasn't exactly building a special ops unit. Delta Green is something more than special ops. Did you have an actual question? With this group of yours, what if you ran into trouble, real trouble? How many people can your single shooter kill before the rest of you get gunned down? What would happen if you ran into an elite group of shooters? If these conspiracy theories are true, and there are, countless other shadow government agencies involved. What do you really think your little group can do? I grin and lean forward, resting my hands on the table. Oh, buddy, friend, pal. Let me tell you about my little group and how they behave when the chips are really down. He smiles. Let's hear it. You're listening to The Redacted Reports, a Delta Green podcast. So around 10 o'clock in the morning on Thursday, uh, the 8th of October, um, outside your hotel room, a Subaru Forester pulls up. It's maybe about eight or nine years old, kind of green with a gray trim to it. So Castle exits the car, doesn't even lock it or whatever. He just exits, walks over to the hotel room where he expects Agent Rowan and the group to be. And one of you, probably Rooster, who's looking out the window at this point, notices him approaching. Open up the door for him. He stands there. He's got a tired, kind of weary expression on his face. And something about his expression tells you, like, he feels apologetic almost. But he offers you the keys to this Subaru. As he looks tired and he walks in, I go, tired? I got nicotine. And hold up my vape. That doesn't count, kid. I don't know what you're breathing on. 
I got my own. So, um, listen, this is all I got. Vehicle itself, it's a purchase. Like it's a purchase. So, uh, paperwork's inside. Doesn't matter who bought it. You can leave it somewhere. I'll take care of it when the mission's over. It's not a rental. It's used. I mean, I drive a Subaru Forester. They're good cars. Hey, isn't that convenient? So, you driving then? I look over at Rooster. No, probably not. <laughs> nope. Yeah, it might hold your gear, but it's a, I, I didn't want to get a van. Pickup trucks don't make sense for the four of you, so... Yeah, this is short notice, right? I put some gas in there for you. I don't think we'll need all the gear. And River's been spending the last couple of minutes uh, putting on his Kevlar vest. Hey, look at this guy. What are you getting ready for? Rowan's got hers on, too. So that's a good question, actually. Do we want our vests to be seen or not? Rowan is wearing hers under her button-down shirt. If you're really looking for it, you can see it. But she's not presenting as armored. Well, I've got one that could go under a shirt and one that can't. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm putting on the Kevlar vest and not the uh, body armor. Okay. Yeah, we are not going in loaded for bear. I know, I'm sorry. <sighs> what happened to that rocket launcher? We might want to bring that. I think Just that's on the floor of Rooster's room, if I, if I crawl correctly. It is. He, pro- he probably curled up with it and cuddled it all night long. <laughs> I, uh, I I won't say I did it on purpose, but I also won't deny it if you asked whether I woke up next to it. Fair. I mean, it's no javelin, but it's a lot more, but it's just as fun. I hate you. I know you do. Right. So yeah, I'm just finishing my second cup of coffee as Castle comes in, close my laptop and look at him and go, Benthic is connected to Majestic. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> you know, you might have mentioned that yesterday. Doesn't surprise me. None of this shit surprises me. God damn it. What's uh, probably the remnants, right? When they broke that thing up, I mean, the people, they just took all their little toys, all their little projects, all their whatever, scurried off to make new corporations, new research funding. That's what they do. Stuff never stops. That's what I think is going on. Laura Gaunt worked there as a project lead. I think she may have grabbed her project and gone off to Benthic with it. What do you think her project was? Something to do with either the Migos or the Greys. Huh. I'll do the hand thing. Aliens. I will kill you. <laughs> I will catch that pen. They're making some kind of drugs from them. Wait, wait, they're making drugs out of what? Out of alien pieces? I'll do okay. that. I'll put up the hand gesture, but it won't say anything with a gest- with a look at Rowan. <laughs> it just, like, points at you. <laughs> okay. Sit down. So they're making drugs out of what? Alien body parts? I don't get it. Well, we, we don't know the details. Something that's at the pit, but they're in the process right now, cleaning but it But we don't off. really have much time to talk right now. Yeah, they're packing everything up and bugging out. Okay, what what are the four of you cowboys going to do about this? Hell if Ooh, I know. I need a cowboy hat while I'm here. No. <laughs> Damn it. We need to find Laura Gaunt. She's the one calling the shots. Yeah, well, if she works for them, then she's going to be at their corporate headquarters. She doesn't work for them. She is them. Uh, good luck with that. She's probably got all the security she needs. <laughs> yeah. They got a private army from Breckenridge. Yeah, don't mess with those guys. I've just got a big shit-eating grin on my face at this point. I think the one thing that we have is, A, there's more people who know what's going on. And I look very pointedly at Castle. So they can't just kill us and make it go away. Wait, wait. You think that's a, a benefit? That's in our favor? They can kill any of us if they want to. Probably. Look, we are dealing with, 
I hate dealing with corporations. I really do. In my normal job, this is the sort of thing that I... I hate this. Look, this isn't a problem we can shoot our way through. I don't intend to. No. Why is everybody looking at me? Rooster, sit down. (laughs) I'm sitting, but why is everybody looking at me for that? I can do things other than shoot. And we can't arrest them without, you know, the whole story coming out. Or trying to make up a new story. All we can do is try to talk them into something. Like what? Well, here's our question. Looks over at Rowan. What exactly is our goal here? Are we trying to cover it up? Are we trying to silence it? Are we trying to stop it? Are we trying to figure everything out or just stop it? Because each of those options has very different potential answers. I am positive that at least one member of our team would like to figure it out. I don't think we have that kind of time. I think at this point, our job is we contain McCaslin or kill him and set him on fire to destroy the entity that's inside of him. And we deal with the the proprietary organism. Nice air quotes. Preferably by setting it on fire. Sounds good to me. That's how I'd do it. Burn it all. Okay, so we're trying to stop it, not figure it out. We are trying to stop and contain because I think at this point, if we try to figure it out, we risk going down the same path that Laura Gaunt is on. What, becoming CEOs with magic youth serum? Half of that, anyway. I fling my pet across the room. (laughs) Okay. The youth serum part. Whatever it is that they're doing... It has to be with what what we were talking about with the youth serum. If we're trying to stop this, then I think we're going to the pit. Is Laura Gaunt there? That's the big question. No, but the organism is. Is it? If it's not there, they wouldn't be there trying to remove it. Then we need to go, and we need to go right now. I would have known this from looking at maps before. At the pit, there was that access road past the gate that went down towards Scaredy Dude's lab, and then down. Yeah. Was there there a road around the pit, or near the pit, up on top? Yeah, what you've got is a road that goes to it, and there's a little parking lot with a disused gift shop or whatever. And then the road continues to arrive around, halfway around the pit to where you get to the water treatment facility. And at that point, with the water treatment facility, there's a gated entrance, which another road goes down and kind of spirals inside the pit, which is an old mining pit, where the roads yeah. would spiral sort of around the edges up until it reached whatever that deep portion was where you guys believe they've hidden something. Believe. We know. Mr. Perez told us. My recommendation is if you're going to the pit, you drop me off. I get into position up top. Who are you shooting? Whoever you give me the order for. But at least then you have firepower on the way out. If the organism's in a van, I take out the van. If Gaunt's there and you want her taken out, I take her out. I can make the shot from there and I can get away. Understood. Honestly, from that range, the missile won't be as accurate. But I'm going to be as accurate as it's going to be. Let's put it that way. We may need the rocket launcher... For Benthic itself. Let's save it. I'll take it with me and you could make the call. Sounds like a plan. But our goal is to contain McCaslin, 
and contain the proprietary organism, whatever it turns out to be. Or destroy it. I'm good with either. Destroy usually works. And where the hell would we contain it? You have decades of experience on Maycastle, so I'll take that. They were containing it in that pit, right? Yes. To, up to a point. It seemed to be working for quite a while. How far back did that ledger go? Let's see. It would have been back about um, almost a year, 11 months or so. Does that match with when Gaunt came into working with Benthic? Uh, no, she came in a couple of years before that. So something changed. Interesting. I want to get into Benthic desperately, but <laughs> that's the sort of thing that will be not just a search warrant, but an army. What, the four of you? If we have to. I've done craziest shit in my time. I'm sure you have, sir. Are you coming with us, or are we off on our own? You'd better stay here, and if you don't hear from us again, tell people everything went to hell. That's my job, I guess. I'm, uh, I'm your handler for this assignment. I'm out field team. You have contact to ACEL. If we don't contact you in the next three hours, call them. Don't just send them an email. Call them. I'll do that. Your car is ready. Load it up. Thank you, sir. Let's go do this. All right, so the four of you load up. Um, anything specific you want to bring? Otherwise, I'll just assume it's your regular gear. And, and of course, you've mentioned the, the, armor, the armor and that law rocket. That is uh, getting technical. It's an M72A2 law anti-tank rocket. And I've still got those. I've still got those thermite grenades. Maybe. Yes, you do. Six. Uh, I mean, not grenades, but six thermite charges that burn super fucking hot. The four of you load your gear, get in the Subaru. You're heading out. You're driving. You're heading towards the pit, I presume. All right. Oh yeah. Now we'll make it 10:30 for arrival. So at 10.30, you slow the road. Um, you find the, the side exit that leads off to where the Oakland Pit is located. It's that old mining location. It's become a, a lake, which is a polluted mess. Past the little gift shop, which is unoccupied with no customers. Just an empty parking lot there and, and a stand with some t-shirts and knickknacks and whatnot. The guy who even runs it, you don't even see him anywhere near the stand. Who knows where he is, but it's, he's not there. I'm going to hop out here and, like, if the road goes around to the right towards the water treatment plant and the road down, I'm going to the left so I can get a view and get in the whatever foliage is up here and get hidden. All right, so the road goes clockwise. So picture clockwise around around the other uh, lake. So it'll be okay, traveling so to the I'm left. Going counter. Yeah, um, and it'll, it'll circle around to the left, so almost the other side of the other lake before the treatment plant, and then it'll... It'll circle again all the way down to the bottom of where the, the location is. Yeah. How far is it? I would know distances at this point. How far is it to the bottom, like where the people are from the top? Right, so uh, if you just want to look from this vantage point, which is a little tourism shop or whatnot, is this where I start? Yeah, okay. roughly. Looking from here, you pull your binoculars out, take a look down and kind of survey the area. There's, there's a little bit of foliage and little trees, but not a lot here, but just enough you kind of conceal yourself in. Glancing down, following the road with your eyes, deep down in the pit. So where you are right now, um, if you're looking at a, the dial of a clock, it'd be right around three o'clock. Okay. All right, and you're at six o'clock. If that makes sense. Well, I'm wondering if I'm aiming down. Yeah, you're aiming down. It'll be. It's a. It's a long range shot. Distance is going to be with a sniper rifle. You can make the shot, but any kind of other uh, small arms wouldn't be able to make the shot from there. So that's what I'm trying to figure out before I hop out there. And let me tell you what you see down there. As the road kind of twists and turns around, there's like a small, at the very end of the road, 
It reaches this almost like a little tiny alcove or a cutaway inside of the bottom of the lake where the water comes right up to the road. There are three black vans parked right at the edge of the road. And looking through your scope, you can see there's some, some personnel. Near the vans, there's a, a couple of guys in a black military jumpsuit. They got the tack gear. Uh, they got hats, ball caps, and sunglasses on. Uh, they've got some AR-15 assault rifles in the back. They've got the, the uh, bulletproof vests they're wearing, the ammo belt across the front, the whole gear. So looking it over, you see um, six guys, security personnel, like heavily armed and armored, with no uh, no agency badges, no identification badges whatsoever on these guys. Near the water, there are two people who are not wearing the black. Uh, they're both wearing, it looks like, regular clothes, but a white shirt, uh, thin tie, um, some jackets, um, look like kind of more GI government type of guys. Um, and then in the water, uh, you can see the shape of a couple of like frogmen. Guys in full-on body wetsuit that the Navy SEALs would wear where they're doing underwater demolitions. So two guys are in the water, and they're kind of sitting in the water still. They're doing something. Uh, they're mostly submerged, but they're, you see the heads and their scuba gear kind of popped up amongst the water. And they have some ropes and some gear, and they're doing something down there, trying to recover something, as a beer best guess, from the depths of that pit. So before I hop out, I'm going to tell everybody that it's going to be a long shot. With the hunting rifle I've got, I can stay up here for anyone on the way out, but I may not be able to to provide very good overwatch if things get heated. Get as close as you can to provide the overwatch that we might need. You, you've you got like a 50 military science, I think, right? 50, 60? Military science? I think I've got 60 yeah. in land. I mean, so as you study yeah. the entire layout of the pit, the, the lake, and you observe what your best angles would be, um, your opinion is the roof of that treatment plant will give you a raised surface you can use with cover, and it's they'll be wide open to you as they travel around and around and even head towards the gate. They will not be able to get past your position. You'll have a lot of clean shots and a lot of time if they're trying to move that direction. The only problem is I won't be able to provide cover fire if things go bad while you're down there. At least not well. I am less concerned about that. If we're looking at a clock dial, presently you're about 6 o'clock on the clock dial at this location. Um, the treatment plant is right around 1130, and their location is about 3 o'clock. Is there anywhere that he would be able to get a clean shot at basically that, that little dock area, if necessary? Yeah, you believe that from the roof of that treatment plant, you have a clear shot. That's your best angle. I'm going to head up, take the roof. Just remember, I'm, I'm going to need it closer to get a good shot. But I can at least provide you intel give me the, if you give me the binocs. I'll be up close, so you can have the binox. So, Rooster, I mean, tactically, what you would do in, in, in recon is you would usually have a spotter with you. I mean, you, do, you can right. forego that, obviously. You're trained for both roles, but that is your optimum operational uh, mode, is having you plus the spotter when you're doing these kind of assignments. I'll look over at Rory. I was about to say, is it better to have Rory with you? Yeah. I can if I, I can, wherever I'm needed. Toss him the binox. All right. Feds in one corner, military in the other. Let's do this. What are you guys using for communications? I think before we go down there, I would take my burner cell phone and have it open in my pocket and just like have a line open. I would place a call to Rooster and then just have it open in my pocket. Pretty much exactly what I was thinking Hayes was was doing. If we'd ever gone shopping, I have (laughs) walkie-talkies with headsets on here and have for like three days. (laughs) I mean, Rowan has police earcoms and walkie-talkie set. 
But she's the only one who does. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I should have taken out of the truck. Next out of his car. Next mission you guys will have four of those. Next mission we're going to have a fucking police scanner. Oh, actually, I have a police band radio. So uh, are Rowan and River going to drive down there? Is that what the plan is? Yep. And then you Subaru. Yep. All right. I'm going to reach into a, a bag that I brought along and pull out two windbreakers. And one of, both of them are, are like dark blue with great big yellow letters. One says EPA. The other one says federal agent. I say, well, which one do you think? <laughs> I think federal agent. They don't like EPA around here. Okay. Just a note for the handler. I have my Kevlar vest on under my button-down shirt. All right, you guys have the uh, stats for those, right? No. Just in case we get a firefighter, just, just, do you have the stats for those? Uh. Mm-hmm. Aren't those armor rating three? Yeah, I think roosters could have those, right? As far as uh, standard yeah. Kevlar. Yeah. Ben, what's a- <laughs> <laughs> Kevlar vest is a three. Is a three. The enhanced combat body armor I took from the green box that I did not wear is a five. Yeah, so we're working with three, as long as it's not lethal. So Just sprays. So just make a note of that. And you're sending your medic up with the sniper. That's great. Well, for what it's worth, I'm not terrible at first aid. What is your first aid? I'm just curious. 30. Oh, okay, cool. Same as mine. First aid, 80. Medicine, 70. Surgery, 60. There it is. <laughs> God damn it. Thir- first aid, 30. Medicine, zero. Surgery, what's that? <laughs> yeah. Just let Rory do it. <laughs> I'll just run if I need to. Just like fucking sprint around the circle. <laughs> or just slide down the side of the pit. That works too. Like I said, I do have a first aid kit. There's a couple notes. Um, near the water treatment plant, there are two vehicles parked here. Hmm. Is the gate open? Uh, the gate is open. I want to glance at the vehicles and see if they look like any federal agency that I know of, or is this Breckenridge? Uh, one is that pickup truck you've seen before. Which pickup truck we've seen before? For, uh, for Jesus, the, uh, the manager here. Oh, okay. God, I was like, there's like four pickup trucks true. that you've mentioned. I, I was thinking the one that passed when we lit the thing on fire. <laughs> so did I. And then I thought, wait, Castle has a pickup truck. It's Montana. Which one is this? Yeah. So the other is a standard sedan, uh, you know, that you get from an airport rental company. If I look closely, does it have lights on the inside that you can flick on and extra reflectors on it? It does. It's got some hurt, a hurt sticker. Oh. So these are people from out of town. Yeah, I will drive down around the, the, the circle road to get down. She has the line open, right? Yep. Yes. Hey, boss, you want me to uh, take care so that they can't use this car to chase us? Oh, yes. Please do. So, um, Rory, you're watching. You're on Overwatch, basically, at this point. you got the binoculars going. Uh, as soon as the Subaru heads in, uh, you can see the guys down below seem to be reacting. Uh, they, they, they we're still back where we started. We're not, we haven't gotten over to the roof yet. Uh, you, you guys are on the, uh, you're, you're on the roof. I'm oh, you on guys the roof. Are in position. Okay. Yeah, your yeah, position. Okay. You're in Overwatch. Uh, okay. Rooster is set up. Which rifle is Rooster using? Well, first I was going to go pop the tires on the sedan. Okay. And then kind of wince and get one of Jesus's too. But only one. Because okay. they could just hop in his truck, but I want him to be able to repair it and go. Because I feel bad because he's such a coward. But then up on the roof, I want to have the hunting rifle because it's, you know, single shot, it's going to do better range and more damage. And where is that law rocket right now? Strapped on my back. Uh, We're going to say it's not on your back necessarily, otherwise it's going to be difficult to shoot, but it's nearby. Yeah, it's right next to us. The M4 is right next to us. Mm -hmm. Get all set up on that roof. Mm -hmm. Have you set the rocket up or not? 
Well, how much does it take to set up? It's maybe a Isn't minute. It a shoulder more. mount thing? It's a sh- yeah, it's a yeah. shoulder. You have to take it out. You have to. It opens up. You attach the guidance. You bring, take the rocket. You put the rocket in. You attach. You do some things. You turn and tune. It's about a minute process. You should have time while we're driving down the, the spiral. Yeah, I'll get it set up, but not, you know, just in case. Otherwise, there's no reason to have it. So, Rory, what you notice, uh, looking through the binoculars, mm-hmm. is that uh, two of the security guys jump in the first van. The, the van is in the back, really. And they back, they back. They actually have to do like a little three-point turn to move the van around. So it's facing the direction. The Subaru is driving down the road in their direction. And the guys in the van begin driving towards the Subaru to intercept. Oh, boy. I was thinking, yeah, I would point that out to Rooster, and I guess like, Rowan would probably hear me on the line. And I, I guess see it as well. Heads up. Rowan, you can see, it's kind of the, through the right side of your windshield. Just up, you can see this, the van turning around and starting to move up the road towards you. And you're, it's uh, this is like a single lane road. Um, you could try to pass, but it's going to be a real tight fit. And, and somebody can either hit the side of, of the cliff or go into the lake. No, I'm... Lean towards the cliff. Lean towards the cliff. <laughs> I'm going to accelerate a bit so that I can get further before I'm stopped, basically. So you, you speed up just a little bit. It handles well on these uh, loose dirt and gravel roads. Subarus are made for the ship. At some point, the van is in front of you. Um, they're coming in. They break a little. Do you break as well? I'm going to see if there's any room between them and the side of the like cliff. Uh, the side towards the water or towards, towards the cliff, right? Towards the cliff. Yeah, I'm not, not going to let them <laughs> shove me off into the water. You might be able to. It's hard to tell from where you are. Uh, it's a maybe. You'd have to make a pretty substantial roll, and they'd have to move a little bit. Fuck it. Let's do this. Tell me what you're going to try to do, and then we'll, we'll roll for it. Seeing them approaching, I'm going to aim so that, and and tell River, reach out and pull the, the passenger side mirror in so we're not scraping, and just get as close to the side of the cliff as I can get. All right, give me a drive roll. 42. Success. All right, what's your drive skill? 50. Oh, good. Wow. That's pretty good, actually. Makes... I actually put points into this. That's more than me, and I thought <laughs> I was the weird one for putting it into drive. The FBI is used to driving, damn it. In, in, in Quantico, <laughs> they got a whole vehicle course you've got to master as far as t- t- chasing vehicles and, and stopping and trapping and all the different maneuvers you have to practice, and that training is, comes back. It's Rowan has been an FBI agent for a couple years, but Quantico and the training is still fresh in her mind. You lean in towards the van a little bit and then maneuver in towards the side. You can hear gravel bouncing against the window of the side of the vehicle, but it's not scraping. You're right up against it. They, I will drive for these guys. Okay. This guy decides not to crash into you, and he just wiggles just enough, and you go along passenger side of his van. The two pads pass each other. All right. There's no damage to either vehicle at this point. As you pass, that van hits the brakes behind you now. And you're driving down, down, down towards the scene where there's the other two vans and the other guys. And I, I periodically check in the rearview mirror. Is he going to, like, back up? Or is he going to try to turn around in that road? So you just you just glance. You see that the light's on. And you see it backing up, but not very fast. Rory, you see that down below, two of the other security guys have taken their weapons off their shoulder and are now to get positions near one of the vans. So they're kind of bracing. And they get cover positions. And near where the vans is parked down there. All right, I'll tip off Rowan. Thank you. And even though it's long range, I'm going to sight in on those guys. So, Rowan, you are driving down there. You see up ahead, you can see the spot. There's one, two black vans. There's the guys going around it. One guy's got cover on each side of the van. Some of the the guys in the suits are moving behind another one. They're kind of getting out of the view. Everyone's to be getting out of your view. They're kind of scurrying Mm. away from your, your sight. There's something happening in the water. 
I want to drive closer, but I have eyes on whatever's going on with the water. Actually, no, I, I have eyes on the van and tell River, watch the water, something's going on. Yeah, you drive. I'm driving. All right, so tell me what you, what you do with the vehicle. All right, I want to get down towards the vans and be in a position where I can step out of the vehicle but have some cover as I announce myself. You, you could essentially turn to the left so that the vehicle is mm-hmm. between you and these fellows, but it does expose your passenger. Not okay with that. <laughs> I'll, then I'll stop a little ways up the road, just a little ways, to give both of us cover so that I can do the FBI thing <laughs> without exposing River to getting shot multiple times. We're talking um, 10 feet, 10 yards, 20 yards, 30 yards. What's our range? 10 yards. Because 10 is pretty close. Close. Okay. Ten is close, All right. but I want to be close enough to be able to do something. Right. So you bring the vehicle to a quick stop, I'm presuming, right? Mm-hmm. All right? Dust and gravel surround the vehicle and drift forward and whatnot. The security guys have their guns trained on either side. Uh, the van, they're not moving. There's, a, there's a, an uneasiness for a moment before somebody in a suit. I open my window and I yell, federal agents, drop your weapons. So a guy who's wearing a white shirt, black tie, got a jacket on, looks to be in his uh, maybe early 40s. A little bit of a gray, kind of salt and pepper thing going on. He's got sunglasses on. Um, he, he wanders around, motions to the security guys, kind of hand up to the security guys who are taking cover. And behind you, there's a the sound of that van kind of trying to work its way back. So this guy kind of walks up and looks at the vehicle. There's a, there's a Subaru. There's two people in the vehicle. He's looking around to see if there's anybody else. He's kind of assessing the scene. Uh, I'm going to step out of the vehicle a little ways and just like make eye contact as much as possible with both of us wearing sunglasses and be like, are you the one who speaks for them? I want to see some badges. Pull mine out, hold it up. I'll do the same. Uh, you guys are way out of your jurisdiction here. Are we? Yeah, this is nothing to do with the FBI or the... Uh... What's this guy over here? I don't recognize that. What's your jurisdiction here, sir? Uh, he digs around. He's a, he has U.S. Air Force identification he holds up. You are way outside your jurisdiction. This is not an Air Force base. He closes it up. Uh, we're recovering some uh, U.S. Air Force proprietary technology that was lost here in, in this uh, in this pit. Lost here, yeah. You, you do know what this uh, site is classified as? No, I don't. This is an EPA Superfund site, and that is precisely my jurisdiction. Great. Uh, so listen, uh, I'd like if you guys could turn around here, um, give me some paperwork. I don't. We gotta move this stuff. Oh, who's your boss? Who should we talk to? Who's above you in the pecking order, sir? Well, you know, following orders is no excuse. We should, we could just arrest these people right now. Yeah, that's that's not gonna happen. Listen, the two of you guys, I'm sure you're well-meaning, but this is uh, way beyond whatever investigative agency you you think you work for. Okay, illegal dumping in a Superfund site. Now we've got uh, refusing to obey the lawful order of a federal officer. Keep going. Is there any kind of check I can do if I'm overhearing any of this? If it sounds from it's and it's all in my pocket, so I'm sure you're hearing it off of uh, Rooster's phone. Like, because and if anything, I'm familiar with with the Air Force. I mean, you're you're familiar with the chain of command. I mean, you know, the officers in the, the different divisions, and you know, you're not really familiar. This is this is kind of odd to you. Uh, you okay. This doesn't sound like anything you're you've heard of as far as what your experience with the Air Force. So this seems like outside procedure or protocol for the Air Force? Yeah, as far as you know, you're not really familiar with, another connecting with you and your experience with uh, you know, okay, any special so Air Force teams that, that look like these guys. 
Whatever you are recovering from this site has to do with our investigation, and we have orders from D.C. Hmm. Listen, um, you guys are real well-meaning. I'm sure you guys are good at your jobs, right? Look, I can't let you guys recover this. I'm sorry. This has nothing to do with the two of you or whatever your agencies are, but... I'm afraid we can't let you recover it either, sir. So, um, what do you want to do? Both of us walk away. Yeah, both of you? Both of our groups. I got orders here, and we're taking this back to uh, to our base, and that's where it's going to be, Lady. Who signed those orders? It comes from um, somebody higher on the food chain than me. Yeah, I wonder what the uh, Joint Chiefs uh, know about those orders. Yeah, sure. I wonder too. What rank would he be in? Would my rank of captain be above or below him? Mm. You don't, he didn't seem to indicate his rank. He just showed a badge that apparently says USAF on it and some kind of nomenclature yeah. or whatever. Because Rowan would know what my rank is in the Air Force. I'm wondering mm-hmm. if she would be able to piece that together or not. Possibly. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll look at him and go, terribly sorry. Forgot to introduce myself. Special Agent Redacted, FBI Domestic Terrorism. How about you? Jones. You liar. Now listen, um... You guys, the van slowly pulling up, kind of behind the Subaru. You hear the wheels slowing down, the brakes stopping. He looks around a bit, he kind of looks at the walls of the canyon, and listens for a second. Two of you are in way over your head. I'm sorry, I, got, I can't stop this. Mate, I think you're in well over your head, unless you have to do with Majestic. Uh, There's a, a smirk, is what you get from him, when you mention that. Now just, just like raise an eyebrow at him. He lowers his hand like this. And then he, he moves out of the way, is what he does. So um, I want to go into initiative, but... Fuck! I want to know what uh, Rooster's dex is. I'm going to give him a bonus for other, with a ready firearm. Uh, mine is a 60, yeah. So we're going to start Rooster at 111 for this first round. And after that, we'll be in regular firefight. And then Rory, you can call the target. So here's the picture that you see. Um, at the moment this guy lowers his hand... On two sides of the van, these two security guys kind of move out in kind of crouching position. Behind them, there's another van. The two other guys get out, and they both have their weapons, like, training their weapons at the vehicle. So that's the initial four threats that you observe. It looks like they're going to probably try to fire at our, our team, or...? that's your, your gut is telling you they haven't fired yet because Rooster can take the first shot for initiative purposes, unless he wants to delay that shot. Which ones have guns out? All four of those guys are bringing their guns to bear. Two in front and two behind. So your your two agents are in the middle of this. I guess I would kind of leave it up to Rooster whether when he wanted to take a shot, but I would point out the two guys behind R2. If we need to take a shot, they would probably be first places to look. But leave it up to Rooster whether or not we want to wait to see if they actually do anything. I don't know if we want to start something if it's not if we don't have to. It's starting, man. They have weapons <laughs> in hand. <laughs> do I get the sense that they're about to fire? Yeah, so Rooster, your gut tells you that the the, the jerky motions they're making and the, this quick movements, they're moving in. I'm firing at one in the back. All right, so you got uh, the closest one, which is passenger door, and this driver's side on the other side of the van. Passenger door is easier the, of the targets. I take the shot at that one. Okay. I uh, miss. What was your roll? It was a uh, 72. Got it. Okay, so it's not, not a fumble. Or okay. Wait a second. Wait a second. No, I have the scope. So that makes it. Yeah, the scope will add 10%, right? 20. 20, okay. All right. And, so that makes it. And we are using your, which skill? Uh, firearms. Firearms, okay. I couldn't remember if you had a, a separate firearms for pistol and for rifle, but just firearms. All right, fine. No, there's, in this, there's just firearms and then there's heavy weapons. Yeah, we make it simple in this game. It's <laughs> just one yeah. one simple roll. Uh, what's the damage on that rifle? 
The rifle is 1d12 plus 2. Right, give me a roll. Hey, it's like I'm a barbarian. I get to use hey, this. Hey, a d12. Look at you. <laughs> 10 total. Okay. And it's armor piercing 5, if that matters. That does matter. So I'm glad you told me that. Okay. So that body armor that they're wearing, uh, it will ignore up to five levels of their body armor. It will ignore all of their body armor for the shot. So what was the damage again? Ten total. Okay. Guy in the passenger door of the van, you catch him, shoulder right where the scapula is, somewhere in the chest area. You can see the shot impacts him. You see it throws him back against the side of the van when you hit the shot impacts. You shoot, a split second later you see the shot impact. And then um, I understand Rowan and River, your dexes are... Uh, 55. And River? 50. Okay. I'm going to look at Rory and go, next time I'm bringing a bear. <laughs> Rowan, where, what's your position? Describe to me where you are at the moment. I am not far from the driver door of the, of the Subaru. Like, I opened the door and stepped out, but I'm behind it, so I could use it as shielding. Right. You've got cover from the two in front of you, but not the fellow behind you, which is a, thankfully Correct. one of those was just hit by your, your sniper. So, and River, what's your position? Basically similar, standing just outside the uh, passenger door. Okay, good. All right, so here's the two guys in front, which are to either side of the van. They both got these uh, semi-auto FAL assault rifles, basically. They both fire burst shots into the vehicle, the super right in front of them. Enjoy. So, um, all right, and and that's... Oh, shit, okay. I'm going way too low for these guys. I might apologize. So, because there's cover, it's going to cancel out the lethality aspect of it. Otherwise, this would be lethal shots, or a chance of lethal. And then what's the armor that each of you have? Is four armor? Uh, three. I have I have my Kevlar vest. So it's it's seven damage minus three for each. What happens is the, the, the doors of the car are impacted by a multitude of bullets, some of which actually get through. So the, the doors, they act as cover in the sense that they can't see your body, but they sh- it's going right through the door. Um, and then some of the bullets actually catch. So both Rowan and River, you feel impacts hitting the body armor as well as your side uh, with several of the shots getting through, but you're still behind cover. All right, those are the two guys in front. The guy in the back will act next. Shit. He fires a shot, and Rowan, you feel you see the side, the window right behind you of the Subaru takes a direct impact and shatters right behind your ear. You can hear the bullet hitting through and also going through the front windshield as well, but it misses you. All right, and then um, at this point, we are, there's other activity before in front of you. Uh, you can see guys running around, there's some movement, there's some orders, things are happening. Uh, Rivers, anything else you want to do from your position? I want to uh, get to better cover. Okay. And also, <laughs> Rowan, you also have an action too. I should go to you first. Rowan, your, your move. I was going to say, I think I'm before him yeah. in the action economy. I'm going to like turn at the person who was shooting at me from behind, draw my, draw my weapon and shoot at him. Okay. You, you will see him. He is crouched beside the van. From your position, you have a clear shot, but he's got cover from River. And also some cover from Rooster as well. Then I'll take the clear shot at him. And I, I would note that he has body armor on, so I'd aim for more like head if I can. If you do want to call the shot, I will essentially I'd decrease your skill by 20%. But if you hit, you'll avoid the armor and also you get a headshot. I'll call it. All right. So roll, but with a 20% penalty. Noted. 22. That's a critical Ooh. success. And a called shot. You, uh-huh. So Rowan, you turn... Uh, Neil aim snapshot catches him right basically right in the eye now probably his left eye his head locks snaps back and he crumples beside the van a river your action did the one that rooster hit go down maybe you I mean you're a little bit distracted by the guys in front of you right so I'm gonna go run behind the the Subaru and duck behind that and get cover from the people in front as you as you run behind the Subaru you see there's a one guy who's closest to you in the van behind you 
is on the ground, but he's grabbing at his chest. So he's not dead, but he's he's injured. Okay. Can I can I also take a shot? Yeah, you can take a shot as well. Make it a regular shot. Just for their firearm skill. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot at one of the people in front. Whichever one is the best shot. And a 42 is going to miss. You take a shot, it lands right beside him, um, just above his head, impacting the side of the van. So, Rory, you see there's more motion. Two more security guys from, from where the, the guy, the divers are, are kind of mm-hmm. moving in, and they're moving close to the cliff side, not the water side, taking cover behind okay. the vehicles. They, maybe they have a sense that there might be a overwatch going on here. So there's two guys in the black suits who are now getting cover close to the cliffs, using the vehicles to stay between. They're moving towards the area where you two are. Well, it's top of the round. Uh, Rory, you can direct Rooster's shot. Uh, yeah, go for um, UD for one of the ones that we can still see that's going toward closer towards uh, our team. So the two directly in front of your team are either side of a van. They're both firing automatic weapons. One is easier to hit than the other. I would, yeah, I would go do one of those two. Probably the easier one. Okay. All right, so Rooster, you got your shot. All right, since I've got the scope, I'm going to go for the headshot. I got it. So, yeah, just take take away the scope's benefit, and you're basically right. firing with your regular firearm skill. 39 out of 70. Right, with a regular success, uh, a bullet to the head is going to be sufficient for this guy. Uh, you take the shot, a moment later you see the impact. He flies against the side of the van, and he crumples there and drops after the shot goes through. I uh, don't get to roll my d12. Don't, don't need to roll it. Poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Headshots are something else, man. So Rowan, the fellow in front of you the, on the other side of the van continues firing on your door. Uh, Ow. But he rolls uh, an 89 with his firearm skill and uh, lights up the front of the Subaru. And you see the bullets and sparks that went off from the engine, but it doesn't impact your door. Okay. River, you see one guy, the guy on the ground that you missed starts climbing into the van. This is his action. He climbs into the van to get out of the line of sight. Rowan's first, then River. I'll pop around the door and take a shot at the person who's shooting at me. Because, ow, I'm bleeding. I don't like this. He's crouched against the side of a van with his gun. He's in a prone, not prone, but he's in the kneeling position. And you pop your weapon up and take a shot at him. Roll for it. Okay. Is he also wearing the same kind of body armor that I saw on the others? He is. Do I think my luck's good enough? Fuck it. I'll call it again. Go for the headshot. And, a- and go for a headshot. Yeah. 15. That'll do it. Uh, roll your damage, though. Uh, what is the damage on a 45? I think it's just D10, uh, right? One D10. Yeah, just D10. Is it a D10? Cool. 10. Nice. Wow. Okay. Um, you, you pop this guy in the side of the face. It hits him in the jaw. And he, he crumples back. He's blood sprays in the side of it. Uh, he sees, falls back against the side of the van. He may not be dead, but he's not lo- he's not looking good. But he's he's out of commission at the moment. And after I take that shot, I want to yell, "Stand down! I don't have to take down any more of yours." Uh, River, what's your action? I'm going to peek over the car and see if I, I see anybody armed. In which direction? In, in front. All right. So the guy behind you, leave him alone. Okay. The wounded guy in the van will leave him alone. Going back, looking back over the car, you're you're currently crouched behind your vehicle. Give yourself pretty much full cover and kind of looking through the shattered windows, just poking around, barely just looking. One guy you saw that was shooting at Rowan, Rowan clips him in the side of the head, the jaw, and he falls down. But then to the left of that guy, uh, between where the van are is and the, the side of the cliffs are, you see motion of two other guys, uh, kind of that low crouching, 
advancing formation with their guns pointed out, moving in your direction. Okay, I'll take a shot at the one in front. All right, go for it. That's on 99. All right, that's a, that's a great roll. <laughs> so, uh, it's a criti- take, critical failure for anyone is. that's wondering. <laughs> so it, you take the shot, and basically your, your gun jams. As long as the gun jams, it doesn't shoot me in the back, because I've been shot in the back by multiple people before, and no. So aiming at them, your gun stops the jams. It's it's stuck. Your gun is inoperable at the moment. You have to fix that or do something else. Um, let's see what else I want to do with these guys. Uh, the two guys behind the vans both crouch in the kneeling position, and they start opening fire on poor Rowan, who's their target of opportunity. First guy gets a 64, the other one's hits a 31, and then Rowan's got cover. More bullets fly through that door. That door's falling apart. There's barely anything left of it. And you can feel an impact, Agent Rowan, in your gut. Uh, which would be eight damage, but your body armor takes away four of those, I believe. Uh, three. So it takes five damage as you take a, a gut shot. I'm not doing well, for the record. Uh, so Rory's turn is in there somewhere. What do you want to do? How long do I think it would take me to get over there? Forever. <laughs> okay, forever. Too long. Too long, okay. Yeah, you can pick up a rifle, a rifle or you can just keep Overwatch. Those are your two options at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's Rooster's going to be way better shot at me, and I might as well just stick with what. Yeah, but there's a second rifle. There's a second rifle. There's oh. a second rifle. Yeah, there's an M4. Oh, if, if there's, there's a second M4. rifle, then he would probably pick it up. Yeah, I've got the hunting rifle right now because it's longer range, better for single shots. But I've also got an M4, which I you can do either burst or single shot. Okay, my firearms. The burst has a the burst has a lethality percentage. At this range with that. Even would that work? You can fire a burst, but it's a long-range shot, which will do, reduce it by twenty percent with that rifle. If I do a single shot, it would be the same, like still negative twenty. Um, see, which rifle is it? M4 uh, carbine. What's the range on that? Hundred meters. You can, yeah, no penalty with that. Though. You can make that shot. Okay, I would do that. Okay, so uh, Rory, you grab the rifle. It's um, you've got some. Training, you've used these before. It's part of your, your boot camp. I've your, got a 50 in firearms. It's not and you, okay, yeah, you've got more than, <laughs> more than some training. Yeah, you, you've, you've done this stuff before. You take that, kneel down, take aim. Here's a question, though. Um, who do you want to shoot at? So there's still... How many guys are still out just to the two? So from your recollection, there's um, one wounded guy in a van behind the Subaru. Another guy laying on the ground near the front van who seems to be in bad shape but perhaps not dead. Uh, the two th- biggest threats are behind the vans, between the vans and the rock face. Those are the ones shooting Agent Rowan right now. They have full cover, so you can take the shot, but uh, it'll be it'll be a difficult shot. Uh, is there, do I, does it seem like they're responding to Rowan's like ultimatum like, well, it, like, it does warning not. at all? Okay. Yeah, they are shooting at Agent Rowan. She's pinned down with her covers falling apart. Uh, he, would, uh, he would maybe take a shot at the guy in charge. <laughs> Yeah, back back near the water, there is a, two suits are, are yelling at the water. They're trying to whatever this process is. They're trying to speed it up. They don't. They're not involved in the fight, but they are doing things back there. He's gonna take a shot at one of them. At the the guy, like the Air Force looking guy. Uh, give me a firearms roll for that suit. All right. Get him. O two. O two's a hit. Uh, roll your damage for that. Just a. It's a, a D ten. No. It's better than that. It's D12. Okay. Uh, that's a nine. Okay. You, nice. you you nail the guy in the suit. 
you you see the impact. He, he you see him him shake and fall down from range. Does he go in the water? Let's oh, let's find out. Because with that angle, I would imagine he'd go and he he'd get thrown into the water. He does fall into the water. He is knocked forward and drops down into the oh, water. Of the pit. How is it like a ledge or is it just like a shore? It's it's like a actually a ledge. The guys are down. They're doing something down in the water. It's a it's a drop. Well, he's either dead from lead poisoning or he's infected. Could go either way. Top of the round, Rooster, you've got a shot, but there's um, not a lot of... The most dangerous targets have full cover. What would that do to mechanically? It gives them armor mechanically, is what it'll do. It gives them armor on top of their armor. So you can still hit them, but you have to pierce the armor. How much does it give them? It's going to be a vehicle. I'll say it's about four more points of armor. So that's seven... Well, they probably have pretty good armor. Seven or eight... And so there's the two back there that are hard to hit, and then who else? Uh, there's two more wounded. One wounded in the very back, and one laying on the ground, crouched near one of the front vans. Do they look like they can get up and shoot, or are they, like, just not dead, but on the ground? Uh, they look like they're in wounded. serious trouble, like they're heavily wounded. They're a little more concerned about their wounds than what they... Yeah. Okay, I'm going to take a shot at one of the ones that's hiding. Go for it. 88. Right, which would be a failure and a critical effect. Uh, not with the scope. But the scope, what's your scope rate? The scope adds 20 to my 70. Which gives you a 90 to hit. And an 88 is a critical success in this raid. And the way we yeah. measure these successes in the game, of course, 0-1 being the best possible critical success, uh, you know, 0-0-0 being the worst possible failure, and then our doubles. All our doubles from 11, 22, 33. The higher the double, the better, as far as this goes. So that's basically is about the best critical hit possible unless I had a hundred in a Or a zero one. Or a zero one. A zero one or is zero the best. One. This is like the second best you could possibly roll from this situation. The bullet goes through the van and and you, you don't quite see the impact, but somehow you know. Uh, there's a motion, there's a movement, there's a something happens. Uh, a, a, a random firefight against the side of the cliff that indicates to you that you think you got that guy. I've done this before. And so, Agent Rowan, you're the one that sees this. And the two guys there are crouching in front of you. They're firing, basically auto-firing your direction. And one of them just gets knocked the fuck down. It hits the ground. His gun tumbles about a bit. And his buddy gets clipped by a couple of spray bullets as well. So his buddy kind of winces, lowers his gun a bit, grabs his thigh, where his bullets rip into a, the side of his leg. Femoral. Femoral. We're at the top of the <laughs> round. Um, Rowan, it's your shot. What's your current hit points? What's my what? Uh, two. Ooh. Okay. I'm I'm bleeding. I'm in a lot of pain. Right. So yeah, it's it's uh, you've got a gut wound that will not stop bleeding. You got a couple other impact wounds as well, some scrapes and scratches. But that gut wound is really the one that you're focusing and trying to focus, hold it together, and not think about that. Rory would have left some stuff in the car with them if he wasn't going to be there. Yeah, you just gotta you, you gotta survive. Just got to survive this fight. So, Rowan, what's your move? Do you want to... Rowan's focus. Okay. Okay. So, I see one person in front of me who just got nicked by, I assume, Rooster shooting from up top. Yeah? Yeah. One guy got just taken out. Um, this, uh-huh. so he, went, he went sideways, from your perspective. Blew against the side of the cliff. His buddy got nicked. And his buddy winces and, and, and moves his gun. For a moment, he, he's not shooting at you. Okay, so in that moment, just like focusing with the adrenaline and the fear and the pain, can I can I move around and get to like the front of their van and use that as cover as I duck around to shoot them? You can do that. So what we'll be doing, you can either do this 
you get better cover and it'd be a dodge essentially for you, which but you won't fire this round. Or you if you want to combine the movement plus the firing. It's got two different options. I would like to combine the movement and the firing. You, you can move a reasonable distance and still make a shot, and that van is close enough. So you you basically sprint up. The act of running just burns your gut. You can feel it every time your muscles move. Uh, as you're sprinting, you're crouching a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, your abdomen is torn up. Uh, but you slam against the side of that van. You can take a shot at one, that one guy. So give me a regular right. shot. Actually, he is at this range. He's about eight feet in front of you, which would be a close range shot. So you can add 20% to that, or you can call your shot. If I call the shot, it's just flat? Be flat, yeah. I'll call the shot. All right, take it. 19. 19. 19. All right, where do you want to shoot him? I want to shoot him, like, in the center of the forehead. So he's he's crouched. He's He looks at his leg. He's wincing. He looks right up at you as you change positions in front of him. And before he can even kind of register the difference, the shot hits him right in the temple. His head rocks back from the impact. He falls to the ground. River, your action. Okay. I'm, I'm going to stand up and point my inoperative pistol <laughs> at, at anybody who looks like a threat and I'm gonna yell our snipers got you drop your weapons or you're dead in the van behind you uh, the guy who's kind of crawling over towards the driver's seat he sees you pointing the gun at him uh, so do you have like an intimidate what, what what social skill do we want to use here River what? Uh, there's I think no intimidate in this system it's just persuade give me a persuade roll watch two is that zero two? <laughs> zero two. Yeah. yeah. Um, the guy inside the van, uh, as you point your inoperative <laughs> weapon at him, looks at you, hears what you're saying, and raises both hands. Like this. Just raises both hands. You can see he's got blood on both of his hands. Uh, he's trying to staunch a wound, but he, he gives up. You got that guy. All right. I, I kind of motioned him out of the van. All right. So the, the painting of the scene here, there's, one, there's still one who's wounded heavily in front of you. The one suit remaining... And the two of the scuba guys are kind of coming out of the water at this point, as far as you can see. Uh, and you have a clear shot of these guys, Rooster, if you want to. Also, Rory would as well. But that's basically our targets. We've got one wounded by the van. A river's got a guy under gunpoint. Most of the security guys have been taken out. One suit and two guys in the uh, scuba gear. I'm going for a scuba dude. All right. He's a, oh, he's an easy target. You can take the shot. I would know this if that suit he's wearing is armored. Not in your experience. I'll put it that way. Okay. Generally, with scuba, you want you, you don't want any extra weight if you can help it. Yeah. So I'm not going to go for the headshot. I'm going to go for center mass on this. All right, take the shot. <laughs> 77 uh, you, out of 90. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> it, it, it's it's a clean headshot from this range. Just like, just like in sniper school, uh, it's the shot that you take that everyone else around you pats you on the shoulder and it's like, it's just, yeah. And this is with a hunting rifle. It, you know, it's clean bullseye at, at like, you know, 150 meters sort of shot. It goes right right where you aimed it. Hits the guy. He drops quietly down into the waters of the pit. Uh, Rowan, you're still bleeding, but your targets appear to be taken out. Do you advance or what do you want to do? So I'm going to slide one hand under under my shirt and just like press it against that that gut wound. But I still have my gun in my right hand as I advance on the suit. And Rory's going to hold a shot for the suit if he needs to. Got it. So Rowan, you approach the suit. Um, he sees you. He reaches into his jacket with a hand and withdraws a gun. And I just look at him and go, do you really want to play this game? Rory, do you take the shot or do you wait? 
Can I shoot him in the leg? Uh, you can call the shot if you want to. Yeah. Isn't he floating? No, there's two. This is the second suit. Yeah. Oh, the other one. Also, I, I would like to argue for a persuade check there. <laughs> so I want to Rory, Rory does first, and then I'll let you do the okay. persuade check next. Okay. So I do minus 20. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a 99. Okay. Oh, God, I don't want to... <laughs> Please don't, don't you kill dare. Rowan. Right, um, Please don't kill me. <laughs> it's going to be that the, 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 gun, the gun locks up. So uh, the way I picture it is that Rowan is actually behind the vans, moving that direction. So uh, Rowan is not was, is not killed by an arrow shot from Agent Rory, <laughs> but the gun doesn't work. So, but uh, give me a persuade wall roll, Rowan, at this point. Okay, and I mean I I have one hand under my rapidly reddening shirt, but my other hand has has the gun, and my hand is steady as I bring it up on him because adrenaline in the box in the box, girl. Fifty five out of seventy. Yes, which is a critical success. Yeah, just like just like bring the gun up. My hand is shaking maybe a little bit, but otherwise just like dead-eyed staring at him. He grabs the gun inside his jacket and takes it slowly up and drops it. Smart. Kick it in the water. He sighs and kicks it in the water. One of the scuba guys, the last scuba guy pops up because he's looking around. I mean, this, this, he's still, this guy really isn't keyed into what's been going on. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll look at him and just like point the gun down at the scuba guy and go... This is not the day for this. Oh, quickly over to uh, River. What do you want to do with your prison, River? Do you want to handcuff this guy? Or just, what's, your, what's your plan? I'm going to grab his gun and tell him, lie flat on the ground, don't move, or you'll get shot. Right, so he basically comes out of the van, he lays down, puts his hands behind his back, and you get this guy detained. Do you want to cuff him? Do you want to leave him there? What's your plan? He's, he's still bleeding, right? He's bleeding. <laughs> yeah, I'll cuff him. All right. You cuff him there. He's a he's got a, a through and through through his shoulder. You can see it bleeding out. The blood from his chest is pooling beneath him. He's laying there on the ground. He's submitted. Um, my question now is to Rooster. There's one more scuba guy coming out of the water. You want to leave him alone or just do your thing? I've seen one get taken prisoner. I saw a suit give up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, here's the question. Did I see that as I was pulling up the next target? Yeah, you'll see you see the suit drop his gun. And then you then you see of course the the scuba guy pops. And up. you also would have heard it because we have the line open. I would have heard a lot of gunfire, but yeah, good point. It's the phone that's in my pocket, so you would have heard me say kick the gun in, in the lake. Oh right, I saw him do that. I'm gonna hold it, but I'm gonna be sighting in right on Mr. Suit. Good. So as soon as he twitches incorrectly, I'm fired. And since Rory's gun is jammed, he's going to put that away. How long would it take me to get down there? How long? It's probably, you jog down there, it'll probably take you four or five minutes. Okay, he's going to start. All right, you're heading down there, of course. Yeah, they, they need you. Yeah. Okay, so Rowan, you've got this guy. Uh, he's dropped his gun. The scuba guy behind him comes out of the water, sees you, but he's dragging something. Is it that box, that three-by-three three box? And he pulls he pulls this chain and sets this three-by-three this three metal cage it's a mesh cage, so the water goes through it. It's not like a solid box. Inside, there's some sort of plastic-looking structure of some sort, and there's something inside of it. You can kind of barely make out of the details. Um, something that's got a, like a grayish, flesh-tone color on the inside of this box. It's the gray. Interesting. And it they, they sets it down there on the shores, looking at everybody. This guy's confused, the scuba guy. Like, what the hell is going on? He's been in the water. He has no idea. He sees you holding a gun at the suit. The suit's looking at him. He's looking at you. 
He takes his mask off. Guy in his late 30s, uh, got a beard, confused. Look on his face. What do you want to do? Step away from the box, sir. Both of you. He puts his hands up. The scuba guy does, at least. Fins flop a bit. Scuba fins he's wearing as he sides a little away from the box. Uh, the, side, the guy in the suit just shakes his head and moves a little bit. Hands up. And Rowan is, like, visibly struggling to maintain presence because 2 HP sucks. Out of what? 10. I got really hurt, man. <laughs> but yeah, still like holding her guts together with it with a hand and be like, I do not have the patience for niceties right now. Explain what the fuck is going on here. So the guy in the suit, we're recovering the sample. We got orders to recover the sample. That's all it is. Orders, orders from whom? Uh, from command. Commander Majestic. That's the same thing. This is not to be recovered. This is not something to be used. This is to be destroyed. It's your call, lady. Yes, it damn well is. Man, these people need to stop calling her lady. Seriously? (laughs) (laughs) She's about to fucking shoot the next person who calls her lady. Wait, do I hear this? Oh, you can hear it. I want to shoot right between his feet. Take the shot. Ought six. Oh, yeah, the the bullet hits maybe about six inches away from where one of his feet is. You you see it as well, Rowan. I'm going to say it loud enough into the phone that they'll hear from her pocket. I go, stop calling her lady. It'll piss her off. Uh, so, River, at this point, you've got your guy detained. Uh, do you want to join them up the front or just stay back with your prisoner? I'm going to go around and grab all the weapons. Okay. Also, there's, there's one more wounded guy, River. You want to deal with that guy as well? He's sitting in the van trying to stop stop the bleeding is what he's doing. I'll take his weapon. All right. He, he also surrenders to you at this point. He's, he's, he's done with this. And when I've got them all, I'll throw them in the Subaru and grab the first aid kit and head for Rowan. Back to back to Rowan. Still just maintaining eyes on, on the suits. Primarily the suit. I'm not too worried about the scuba guy, because if he wants to rush at me, tripping over those fins is a very real danger. Does he look armed, by the way? The scuba dude? He, he's wearing a scuba outfit. He, at the most, he may have a knife on him, but you don't see any weapons other than Yeah. Him. Okay, well, I mean, I mean, you talked about it being like a seal suit they definitely would be and would take stuff with those scuba suits so that's what i was asking yeah but i don't think they were expecting us scuba drivers always have a knife yeah yes but he would have to get close to me and i would see that coming because those those fins are not great on land i've worn them many times they are not. so have i but yeah i'm i'm just maintaining eyes on on the suit and just use it you use my gun to be like to gesture him to turn around uh, he slowly turns around and I will approach carefully and pull my handcuffs out and cuff him behind his back and then step away. I won't make you roll for that you before several times. Uh, one one hand and the other, not so gently. No. Yeah. <laughs> the cuffs are tight. You've got him cuffed there. He's, he looks over his shoulder at you. What do you want to do with it, lady? Call me lady one more time. I fucking dare you. They're going to find out what you've done here. I am all right with them finding out as long as that thing is destroyed. That is not something that we should be fucking with. This is not... This is beyond our ken. That's U.S. government property, ma'am. Better. Ooh, he learns. Yeah, well, so am I, technically, and you shot me. So, you know, we're, we're a little bit of a wibbly gray area. You gonna arrest us? I'm much more tempted to just throw you in. Hmm. So what do you want? I want that thing destroyed. My job is to contain that. Or destroy it. Either one works. I thought you were FBI. I thought you were Air Force. He kind of glances around a little bit. You're the Cowboys, aren't you? 
told you I needed a hat. And you're the ones who wish you were cowboys. Ah, fuck. It's, it's all yours, ma'am. Have at it. I don't want to have to deal with your lot more than I have to. I'm here to deal with that. Rory, I'll have you arrive at this point. You need to jog in there. Who do you want to help first? Uh, Rowan. (laughs) (laughs) The person who's visibly staggered on her feet. You're out of breath, but but at the same time, I mean, you you jog pretty much regularly. It's 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 something. You're very fit. This is like what he did in Afghanistan. So right into the trouble with less gear. Give it a roll for first aid. Okay. Help me. Seventy-five, which is a success. All right, good. So, um, Rowan, three hit points is patched up immediately, and it'll take some. After this, it'll take more time and medical care, but three okay. will do you for the moment. As Rory starts doing that, I stagger a little bit, but try to maintain. Yeah, so Rory, you can see. I mean, it's it, the shot went into her gut, and it's actually at the back as well. There's some maternal damage you're worried about. Uh, probably some maternal bleeding you're worried about. You pack it immediately as fast as you can to staunch the bleeding, and you know that later on you're going to have to do some work to clean yep. that wound up. Possibly go into surgery and shit like that. Ugh. And he would go and see if he can help at least stabilize the other two guys. Okay. Yeah, so there's two prisoners that, that Rooster, uh, I'm sorry, that River has. <laughs> he's got his, he's taking two guys alive. Um, and he has these two guys in front With of him. With his jammed pistol. Only the first <laughs> one. I had, a, I had a rifle after that. After oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Grab one for me too, please. Do you want me to roll for the first aid for those guys or no? We'll just skip that. You you say about okay. both those guys, uh, Rowan. You, uh, I imagine you handcuff the scuba guy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would. I would handcuff. I would handcuff both of them and then like get them away from the crate because the crate or the box is my primary concern. I want to. I want to check the vans and see if any of them have extra gasoline. Basically. All right. I'll check. Burn this fucking shit. <laughs> you said there was a grayish thing in the crate. Is it? alive is it like pulsing so uh, here's what you you see it's it's there's a, a box it's a metal box with a with a kind of a mesh all six sides so inside that metal box is is a plastic a thick plastic uh, container with some small holes in different places in it to allow water to flow in and out and then inside that plastic container is a, a strange looking gray chunk of matter which looks a little bit like brain tissue or fungal tissue, or skin, or muscle. It looks like a piece of a body, is what you're looking at inside this plastic box, inside the outer metal box. Do I smell anything that reminds me of that fungal bullshit? You mostly smell the polluted water. It's a very brackish water. It's it's got copper and other pollutants in there. But there's a faint fungal odor that you've become used to. Okay. Yeah, I want to see if I can find gasoline in any of those vehicles and set this thing on fire. Because I'm it's done. Tanks. Well, yes, I, I would like to think that black box vans might have an extra bit of gas. Does Rooster have any ideas of what you might want to use? Do I have any ideas? Anything about, Don't use uh, up the tank. No, no, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not using that yet. Gasoline's good. Don't put it back in the water. Do I think that the other suit survived, by the way? It fell in. Uh, the one that fell in the water, uh, you see him floating, uh, head down in the water. Okay. Okay. Say, Rory, if you if you're done with those guys, um, I, I, I seem to be bleeding a little bit here. Oh yeah, and I'll I'll do some first aid for River. <laughs> uh, it's a sixteen. All right, good. 
Yeah, River, uh, yeah, three points as well for River. So he, he stops the bleeding on you um, and patches you up a little bit. You're, you're a little better shape than Rowan is. You'll find inside one of these vans, the ones closer to the water, there's there's a larger solid box that you can use. And then you find there's, there's also a couple spare gas cans. Uh, one thing you note about the, the structure you're looking at is, I mean, it's got holes all over it. This box, it's covered in holes. You, you pour gasoline on it, I suppose, but it's also going to drain out pretty quickly. But I think I could lift it into the larger box and use that to contain it. Yeah, just as- While I pour the gas in and then set it on fire. That would be a better idea. First, glasses, you want me to come down there or stay up here? Stay up there. Keep an eye on the handcuffed ones. They might get desperate. Rory's, Rory's a pretty strong fellow as well. Oh, that's- I was just wondering if you wanted me down there. I want you on Overwatch. Rory, can you help me lift this thing into the box? Sure. So he'll go and do that. Right, using the chains that the uh, scuba guys had used, uh, you got to lift mm-hmm. this box uh, three by three. Actually, it would be three by three. We're talking about a two by two. It's about the proper size of this thing. Um, can I do a biology check to see if I can tell what kind of tissue that is? Uh, go ahead and roll biology. Let's see. Oh, no. Well, no, 27. That is a success. All right. It doesn't look like anything you've ever seen. But you can roll unnatural if you like. Do you have a natural? I have four and unnatural. Let's see. Oh my gosh, I got a nine, no, 90. I thought that was 09, oh. it was 90. <laughs> Which still would have been a fail, but it's not, not as close as, it was 90, so no. Your biology, your information is, you don't recognize what this substance is. It look, it's strange. So, it's, so it doesn't, it, it doesn't look alien. like yeah. the Migo that we saw before? Let's see, the others would have seen it. It's different, it's similar but okay. different. It's got the fungal smell, and the coloring is similar. But the, the body itself is a little bit different. Okay. All right, so um, I'll have Rory and Rowan lifted by the chain, put the box inside the other box, which is the storage container. Box inside the box and smash the box? Yeah. <laughs> if there's a couple of spare gas cans, you could basically make a bathtub of gasoline for this thing. In the, the oh, absolutely. Box. I'm lighting this fucking thing up. Right. Do you want to burn it inside one of the vans or outside the van? I'll be nice. We'll move it outside the van. <laughs> We're, I think we're going to need to take one of those vans on our way out. I'll, I'll have to check and see how the Subaru is doing, because I didn't hear... Oh, great. Yeah. Well, we might have to take one of those. So it um, it burns. It cooks. Sorry, Castle. Inside, the, the gasoline burns. It ignites the whole thing. It sits there and just cooks inside this metal box filled with gasoline. It smells horrible. Big, thick, black cloud rises up out of the box into the area, and you can see the whole thing is lighting up on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would also, like, loosen my, my tie and pull my, my shirt up over my nose and mouth. What do you guys want to do? So after the river got the uh, first aid, he's just kind of sitting sideways in the passenger seat of the Subaru, staring at his gun. Do we hear anything in our heads when the thing is burning? You don't, actually. It makes no yeah. sound. Does it call out or resonate or anything? And as it cooks... I'm going to back up a couple of steps just to make sure I'm not breathing those. Um, when you look into the box, as it cooks and disintegrates, it desubstantiates. It seems to fall apart and slowly fade away. And there's not even ash left. It, it just it leaves our world. And Rowan just sags a little bit in relief at that. Just, okay, that's one. No, I'll look over at the suit, just like tilting my head. What did your group want it for? I don't know what you mean. Bullshit. Is this related at all to Benthic? I got orders to move the sample. Where were you moving it to? A place out of Colorado. Give me coordinates. Uh, he, he gives you basically GPS coordinates. 
and I'll I'll actually pull a notebook out out of one of my pockets, probably splattered in my own blood, <laughs> and note the coordinates down, which is just metal as fuck. Roughly where in Colorado? Just give us a. If you guys look on a map, it's basically there's it's a site away from a city. It's it's, it's an unmarked site. Okay. Okay. Like eastern Colorado or like Rockies or. Uh, it, it'd be in the Rockies. Okay. In the Rockies. So yeah, I will note the coordinates down, and then. Are you going to give us any more trouble if we let you go? That's not my call. Yes, it is. I'm just the messenger lady. I just, I'm the errand boy. Call me that shot. one more time. Because I've been prepped, there's a shot next to his foot. Fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Listen, I, right, it's not my call, okay? Whose call is it? How far up the chain of command does this go? I don't know. Uh, this is a blue fly thing. We could tasked to do these errands and we just we collect we move it's it's nothing personal okay nothing personal at all i just want as much information as you can give me listen um me and sam here you let us go uh we'll give you what 48 hours that's unfair 48 hours should be enough i'm sure you can take one of our vans that's not a problem appreciate it since you destroyed our ride you shouldn't have been here, uh, you and your cowboy friends. You shouldn't have been here either. Uh, I work for the U.S. government, okay, ma'am? Uh, this is my job. So do I, sir. I don't think you do. Who do you answer to? I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. I, I work for the United States Air Force, okay? Great. That doesn't tell me who you answer to, because this is not Air Force standard operation. It's, a, it's black ops. I mean, we, we collect things for the, the suits, the, the, the guys and the, the scientists. Things that fall out of the sky. You are majestic. Got it. Majestic doesn't exist anymore, ma'am. Technically. Technically, neither do we. Yeah, I hear you guys uh, took over for them, didn't you? Took over for who? Yeah, my old bosses. Which old bosses? Yeah, <laughs> maybe not. You guys really are the cowboys, aren't you? None of your business, sir. From your pocket, you hear. Can I shoot him yet? I'm gonna like reach down and, and just end the call, which should be all the answer he needs. <laughs> forty-eight hours, and we finish our business here. You got forty-eight hours, okay? That's all I can give you. Forty-eight hours should be enough. We've gotten, well, half of what you came here for. If you guys are the cowboys, you're not interested in arresting any of us. Not interested. What are you going to do? I raise my hand in your head. Mate, buddy, friend, pal, do you understand? At least one friend of mine is much more interested in killing you. Arresting's a nice option. I know. I know that this works, so. You got my word, 48 hours. You let us live, we'll let you finish your, uh, your night at the opera. Our what? Isn't that what you guys call it? I've never heard that before. Huh. So you guys program then? Turn around. He turns around. And I'll uncuff him and step back and uncuff the scuba diver as well, because I've got the keys for those. The scuba guy, Sam, kind of just rubs his wrists or whatever, shakes his head a little bit. He doesn't doesn't do anything. I'm sure there's some serious marks on their wrists because Rowan was not in a good mood. (laughs) All right. We borrow your van. We'll leave it. We'll leave it somewhere you can find it in 48 hours. All right, ma'am. Cheers. Hey, listen, we're we're not on different sides here. You, we're not, we're not against you. I'm, I, 
You're trying to experiment and use the things that shouldn't be used. We're on different sides. We work for the government, just like you used to. I still do. Yeah, so you say. But this is what they want. They want these samples. These are things that should not be unleashed on the world by any government. This is bigger than a single stupid government. That's not your call. Well, right at this moment, it is. Listen, you got the guns. You won this round. I'm not going to stop you. I can't stop you. Just, um, it's a lot more complicated than you think it is. Of course it is. It's government. It's always a lot more fucking complicated than I think it is. That's just the way of it. But right now, I am working with the information that I have, and that information says there are multiple people who are dead because of this thing, and I am not letting anyone else die because of it. It's fine. It's fine, ma'am. What do they call you? Rowan. And what about the, this guy here? He points at Rory. Rory. And the, uh, the guy with the broken gun? An observant fucker. Great. I'll glance over at River. It's up to you. River's still just staring at his gun. Alright, yeah. And um, I guess you guys got some guy on Overwatch, right? Mm-hmm. Bunch of R names. Funny how that works. Odd coincidence. <sighs> cowboys. Yes, I suppose so. But cowboys with orders. Uh, who do you answer to? At the moment, people whose names begin with A. Yeah, I heard that before. It's whatever you, whatever you want, ma'am. We finished? We're finished. All right. 48 hours. And she'll just look at her watch and, and mark the time. Yeah, it is, for our purposes, just about 12 noon. So that's what we'll mark it as. 12 noon at, on the 8th of October. And she'll just nod. Yeah, on a Thursday. We should be out of your hair before that, but we'll see. Are the keys in the van? Yep. Excellent. All right, so let's uh, move forward here. The question I have for the party is, with Rowan's in serious injuries, what do you guys want to do at this point? you got 48 hours. You leave the scene. You've mm -hmm. destroyed the sample. You've taken care of these guys. You left a couple of them alive. Uh, your prisoners, I imagine, you leave behind, right? Oh, yeah. You get out. Pick up Rooster. Who's not pleased with this. <laughs> not because he wanted to kill them as much as the idea of leaving these guys alive knew this much and what's going on. And you're going to have to snap River out of it before you can get him to move. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go over and like crouch in front of River and like be eye to eye and like tap him on the knee. Hey. I never shot at a person before. I could have killed those guys. And they could have killed you. Is this what it's going to be like? We're going to try to keep it from becoming like this. I am much happier with talking people down and talking them around than I am at shooting. Yeah, they didn't give us a chance to do that. And sometimes we have to respond accordingly. Well, maybe I'm not the right person for this job. I'm not that great a shot. Maybe not. But we need you for everything else. Yeah. We need your brain. We need your expertise, River. Well, let's get out of here. Let's go. Where do you want to escape to? Where do you want to have your next meeting? Yeah, I'll drive the van up, but as soon as we get over to uh, Rooster, I'm getting out and like sitting sideways in the passenger seat, just like knees tucked up to my gut. Very unhappy. Very hurt. It is bandaged. It is painful. It is difficult to move. And if you move too much, you feel little bits of blood and whatnot seep out. Mm -hmm. Rory is aware that Rowan needs further treatment. 
It's yeah. not going to get better by itself. It could have been infected if left alone. You did a good, great job patching it up, stopping the bleeding, staunching it. But you really want to get in there in a sterile environment and make sure that all the arteries are closed, everything is sealed, and, and see if there's any damage to her lower and small intestine. Do I think River's going to be fine without any further... Yeah, River's damaged some muscle tissue. That of course, just with some stitching and some, and just having his, his right arm is uh, probably have, he would isolate it for a while as part of the treatment, but he'll he'll be fine. He doesn't need any okay. surgical treatment. All right, I think we need to head to the hospital see if we can pull some weight, get me in a surgery room, I can fix this up without having to file any. Hopefully, not have to leave any breadcrumbs. But you got forty-eight hours. What do you guys want to do? And you're going to have to knock me out for that, and I can't afford to be put out of commission right now. Are we done, or do that's, we still yeah, have that's to deal with Gaunt? We're not done. And and Rowan is, like, visibly pulling herself together. We still have to deal with McCaslin. McCaslin is still... He, he said that... <sighs> Man, I thought for sure they'd be here. So did I. But... They weren't, but we dealt with that sample. It's gone. They can't... They cannot recover that. Well, that's one of the two. Yeah, but where'd they get it from? Do they have more? I think that's what... I think that's what Gaunt brought with her from Majestic. I think this was her project, and that's what they've been working from, and this is what McCaslin got infected from, which means that he's the last loop, which means we need to deal with him, which unfortunately means we're probably going to have to go through Gaunt. Stake out his home and see if he shows up there. I don't think he's there. I think he is being contained within Benthic because they because they sent um they sent Breckenridge out to find people who were infected and collect them and bring them back to Benthic and I think that's where he is is somewhere on that campus. I got a bad idea. Let's hear it. I work for Breckenridge. Yes, you do. Breckenridge is uh doing security there. You have all the paperwork. I gave it to you. I'm not good with people or lying, but, um... Well, I mean, Rory and I can go in there. Gaunt's expecting us. We can let her bullshit us for a while while you go in and try to find some things. I can just be the new guy. I think we should do that. I think for right now we need to get back to the hotel. See if I can, can't get you patched up at least a little bit by some time. I'm assuming you guys are already in the hotel room for this conversation. And Agent Rory, you've done battlefield surgery. You've patched guys up in helicopters and airplanes and tents and in the back of a truck. So, I mean, it's not a hotel. I mean, it's not a hospital. But you can make it a sterile environment. You can clean things up. You can isolate. You can, you can do your thing in that hotel room if you so choose. Yes. <laughs> you would like to do that. So, I want you to give me your... Uh, you want to do surgery or medicine? What do you... Uh, medicine is higher, so I don't... I feel like surgery yeah. makes more sense in this situation. Surgery, yeah, I think surgery makes more sense. I'll do that. So, Do, do River and Rooster want to be there, or is this something that just the two of you are going to do? It's up to them. I don't have a choice whether I'm here or not. I will ask Rory if he needs help. I'm fine, River, if you've got something you need to do. It's up to you at this point. I don't really need to do something. I'm just not sure I want to watch. If you don't want to... Yeah, if you don't want to watch, I'd recommend probably leaving. So, um, so. just, I, I apologize. I'm sure you guys don't mind. River, if you roll Sandy for me. Yeah. A 19 on surgery, by the way. Oh, good. Save that roll. Okay. My lacerated gut appreciates it. 
44. That is a success. Okay. And that's a that's a critical success, basically. Oh, you're right. The first time you have ever shot at anybody, River, in your mind, you didn't kill anybody. You actually took people alive. I didn't even hit anybody. Yeah. So, I mean, all in all, this the situation, be it unusual and stressful and difficult, is one that you kind of came out the other side thinking, you know, it, it, does, it doesn't affect your sanity. Rowan, you're acting in self-defense as far as the whole firefight yeah. went. The whole thing was, was training. It was instinct. It wasn't anything that it affected you mentally. And Rory has been in combat before. And Rooster, of course, doesn't have to roll for this shit. So ultimately, the four of you made it through this situation. Destroying that sample gives each of you two sanity points back. So everyone Ooh. add two sanity. for getting rid of that. I, oh, thank Christ. I thought for sure I was going to go crazy this time. I was hoping, but it just never happened. So did I. He wasn't in any crazy situations this game or this session. Rory's sick surgery is successful, and he, he basically he sets the area up. He sterilizes it when he goes. He basically goes inside of Rowan's gut, and he um, numbs Rowan. But I don't think she's knocked out. I don't know. Rory, did you knock her out? It wouldn't be safe if I didn't. If I thought it was, I needed to knock her out. I would have. Because you're not an anesthesiologist, but you know you're a doctor. Exactly. Um, and you're just using you've basically got a numbing agent. So I imagine you've done field surgery without with guys. You just numbed it up as best you can. Yeah, I mean, it's probably, I probably, it's not safe to knock to knock you out at this point because I don't have an IV or anything to monitor yeah, or anything. Yeah. Exactly. Rowan's brain is saying, please knock me out. Tiana's medical brain is, oh God, don't, you'll kill her. No, oh, yeah, Rory would. He would know that. I'm, I'm on the, should I go get her a shit ton of ibuprofen or whiskey or something? <laughs> Rory would give Rooster a list of some stuff he needed and have him go shopping. Okay. Go shopping. Rooster's going shopping. I've got a list. Oh, man. I will, I will help Rooster shop. All right, you guys, we'll do the, the shopping takes place. We'll have to do it on stream. We'll take care of that. But Rory, it is, it's successful. With your 17, the roll of 17, you get inside there. Uh, you find a couple of bullet fragments that you clean out. You cauterize the arteries and what they were bleeding. You find some areas of the tissue of the intestines that were damaged, and you patch those up and, you know, place some cat gut stitches that will eventually... You do the whole thing. It takes two and a half hours of careful work. Pack up the inside, bandage her all up, and some Rowan survives the process. I imagine it still hurts because even with oh, numbing, yeah. like, yeah. I, I, I imagine she's just, like, like biting a belt at some point. Just be like, nope, nope. Add two more hit points to Rowan. So um, she will recover as long as uh, you don't do anything too strenuous, like running really fast or getting shot or stabbed or whatever. Just regular rest. Take it easy. Let the wounds heal themselves. It'll take uh, one hit point per day until you're finally back to normal. Yeah. And, uh, and when it's over, when he like sits back on his heels, she'll just like, spit the belt out and wipe at her eyes. Just... <sighs> Ow. Yep. That tends to happen. Ow. Thank you. I'm Tiana Hansen, and I play Rowan. I'm Ben Sislowski, and I play Rooster. I'm Seth Jones, and I play River. I'm Joseph Newman, and I play Rory. I'm Thomas Ogus, the handler. Our story is based upon the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dreams Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detwiller, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. The Chapter 1 story is based on the scenario Extremophilia, written by Shane Ivey. If you like our story, there's two things you can do to support us. First, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash theredactedreports. 
patrons of our podcast will receive early access to each new episode of the story, Rowan's written reports for each chapter, as well as access to bonus episodes that explore the background of our characters and the story. And if you can't support us directly, please support us by telling people about us. Uh, Leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. Share us on social media. We're on all the usual social media sites as The Redacted Reports. Thanks for listening.